He's been seen on CNBC, the Fox News Channel, and the Fox Business Channel. His articles can be found on MarketWatch, Seeking Alpha, TheStreet.com, and many other places. He's the author of the weekly Best Stocks Now newsletter and the inventor of the Best Stocks Now app. He's president of Gunderson Capital Management. Here is professional money manager, Bill Gunderson. And welcome to the uh, midweek of the Wednesday edition of the Best Stocks Now show with professional money manager Bill Gunderson, president of Gunderson Capital Management. I'm here with Barry Kite, our chartered financial analyst. We've got a little bit of a snotty open here to the market so far, uh, but but we've been hitting new highs here on a regular basis recently. Today the Dow is down 167 as we await tomorrow's PCE report. Uh, that puts the Dow at 38,805. Uh, the S&P 500 is down 14 points to 5,063. The NASDAQ is down 107 right now. Uh, that's 67 basis points to 15,929. Uh, after closing at 16,000 yesterday, just a hair under its all-time high. Russell 2000 is down a half a percent today. Crude oil been climbing towards 80 here recently. Up 62 cents to 79.40. Gold is down three bucks, hanging out in that 2041 area. The 10-year pretty flat here recently. It's kind of settled in in that uh, 4.25, uh, 4.35 range. Right now we're at 4.30. And once again, the story of the day is Bitcoin. Up 3,856, which is a 6 per. 0.8% gain ahead of its uh, April uh, halving event. Bitcoin's at 60930 So welcome to today's Best Stocks Now show with professional money manager Bill Gunderson, president of Gunderson Capital Management, a nationwide fee-based only money management firm. And, uh, you know, we've got clients from the North Pole, literally from North Pole, Alaska. And it's not that jolly old fellow, uh, all the way down to uh, the Florida, the tip of Florida, and, and all different uh, locations in between. And, uh, and, have, and subscribers worldwide. Yes, yeah, subscribers worldwide. And we, I, you know, I can't wait to come to work every day. Uh, and uh, look at what's happening in the market. Look for ways to hopefully capitalize on some opportunities out there, meet new people, etc. It's a heck of a lot of fun. Well, yesterday we were down 100 points in the Dow. Uh, the NASDAQ, however, was up 60. Uh, we had one of the biggest winners of the day in a little-known stock called Constellation Energy, that was our big winner yesterday. It was up 17% by the end of the day. Not bad for a utility uh, that pays a very small dividend. And today we've got another utility uh, which is performing pretty well. But we only have uh, four or five stocks uh, in our stable that uh, is actually up today. Nothing getting hit uh, to the downside too much. I think the market's probably uh, a little nervous, uh, apprehensive about uh, it's tomorrow, right? That we get the PCE report, yep. Barry. Yeah, we get that. Uh, get the PCE report tomorrow. I think I guess it's because it's the end of the month. 
usually, for some reason, I usually feel like it comes out normally on Friday. <laughs> I don't think there's no there's no holidays that I can think yeah. of on uh, this Friday, but it's coming out on Thursday, and market seems to be taking a little bit of a breather just to. Uh, you know, we got uh, to see where things are going to go. Obviously, we've got kind of a you know, hot is a relative word, but a, a hotter than expected uh, CPI report uh, with you know the, the last go round. So, and the C uh, this particular one, of course, uh, the PCE is is the Fed's preferred version of inflation. So we'll see what uh, we see. We'll see well, where the, the cards fall on that one, which yes. affects interest rates and affects. The multiple. I'll put you on the spot here. In simple layman's terms, what's the difference between the PCE oh, yeah, and good, the CPI? Good, uh, good question. <laughs> that, uh, Can you explain <laughs> it? <laughs> but it, is, it has to do with the basket of goods that uh, that they're looking at. Ah. Um, the Fed is, uh, you know, the, the CPI. It, it, the, the underlying "quote unquote" basket of goods changes uh, over time. Different weightings. Um, the Fed puts, uh, you know, more weightings on certain pieces. I believe two of the pieces that they put more weighting on is obviously uh, shelter, or uh, or housing, rents, things of that nature, and uh, in wages as well. So um, it's uh, quote unquote very similar but different, if you will. You know, you know, the Fed's got to put their own uh, little take on it, if you will, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Now. I would say that the market right now is kind of, I, I, I you know, I, I draw lines on a lot of charts. Uh, they're either downtrend lines, uh, uptrend lines, or support sideways lines, or resistance sideways lines. And I would say the vast majority of lines that I drew yesterday with my crayon on my, uh, actually with my mouse on my charts, uh, were resistance lines. I'm seeing a lot of stocks uh, and indexes and sectors beginning to level off. Okay, it's like a plane. It reaches 30,000 feet, starts to level off. Uh, you can relax a little bit, uh, uh, recline your chair a little bit. That's kind of the, uh, the, the, the most dominant pattern in the market right now and of course you got to ask yourself what would the catalyst be to get us a lot of these stocks back in now that's not to say that there's still not stocks in uptrends like elf beauty and uh, and constellation energy and nvidia and others uh, but most stocks are in a a sideways trend at the top not at the bottom which would be support but at the top and there's not really anything in the near future that I can see uh, that would be a catalyst other than a uh, rate cut. That doesn't seem like that's coming anytime soon. I suppose a soft PCE report uh, might get things going again. But, uh, you know, the, 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 the last really big catalyst that we had was NVIDIA, which kind of lifted the whole market. I don't know that the market deserves that. The rest of the market uh, should be lifted because of the results from one company. But it did lift it. Now we're starting to settle. Uh, Earnings season is pretty much over. There's a few left. Uh, One of our stocks, let's see, which one is it? Oh, Celsius Holdings, which I'll talk about here in a bit, reports. And Salesforce, a couple big ones left here this week. But then the earnings season's over, so you don't get any catalysts. Usually after earnings season, you get a little bit of a settling. 
a settling in the market. Uh, we also have another force at work here. It's a it's pretty big headwind, really, uh, with the forward PE at 21. It's pretty hard uh, to to move the market higher with a headwind of 21 miles per hour in your face. Uh, so, you know, I, I would just expect the market to settle what we hope it doesn't do, and it, it could. It could roll over, roll over, uh, you know, from that topping out pattern uh, into a correction trend, okay? I don't see any catalyst for a big bear market, obviously. Or, or, or consolidation, right? Consolidation, <laughs> but I can definitely make a case for a 7 to 10% correction, just to get that PE multiple back uh, into the uh, 18 to 19 range, uh, as opposed to the 21. But, you know, I mean, predicting short-term moves in the market, I'm just saying what makes the most sense, what is logical. The market's not always logical. Uh, So we take it as it comes. We take one day at a time. We take one stock at a time. But I certainly did draw a lot of topping resistance ceiling type uh, trends yesterday on my charts uh definitely the dominant trend in the market okay the q4 gdp was revised down a little bit not much from 3.3 to 3.2 percent i don't see that as being an issue Uh, i don't see two consecutive quarters out there yet of a negative gdp which would be the technical definition of a recession uh, I'm seeing a lot of uh, big firms uh, scrambling to up their target price uh, of the S&P, especially these firms that were behind the curve. For instance, Barclays <clears throat> out of the U.K., their target price was 4800 for this year, Barry. <laughs> well, whoops, we're already at 5100 So they raised their target price to 5300 Okay, somebody also did that yesterday to 5,200. I think it was UBS. Barclays follows today. Their 24 estimates are 235. That's on the low end. The consensus is more around 245. Uh, I don't see how they get 5,300 out of 235. You got to use a pretty healthy multiple there of 22 to 23. Uh, but then again, I don't make a lot of sense of much that is done on on Wall Street uh, these days, or ever have given much credence to uh, to the big brokerage firm. But suffice it to say, they upped their target price to five thousand three hundred. I got some good stories to tell. Uh, Viking Therapeutics, uh, a few others here uh, in the news today. Apple uh, and are you a diehard? Here to the uh, second quarter of today's Best Stocks Now show. A good example of a stock that has leveled off after a very steep ascent. Believe it or not, AMD from uh, November of last year, uh, November, late October of last year, to, uh, let's see here, about uh, January, late January of this year, 
it went on a tear. <laughs> Man, and we wrote it, and it's still one of our largest positions. But it went on about a three-month tear. And believe it or not, during that period of time, it almost doubled. It went from 93 to 185. Okay, so that's just short of a double. What is that, 95% or so move in three or four months? And now it's cooled off, okay, and it's going sideways. Uh, It can't break through that uh, 185 area that it got up to. Instead, it has leveled off. And it's building a sideways trend. From that trend, and it can either break out to new highs, it can continue to go sideways, or it can break down uh, the, the below the uh, support level right now, uh, which is at about its 50-day moving average. So that's part of that daily vigilance and checking in on the patients and seeing how they're feeling, taking their temperature. A lot of times you can tell just by a visible check. Sometimes my wife will say to me, Barry, you look bad today. Are you feeling okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as long as as you don't say it the other way around. I'll go look in the mirror (laughs) and say, I thought I felt okay. (laughs) Maybe it's because the market was down 500 points today. Anyway, I'm just saying that. She can say it. You can't say it. No, if I said, man, what's wrong? (laughs) You look horrible today. Ah, Okay, but anyway, so that's part of that daily check. That I do. I got uh, you know about 150 holdings here, amongst uh, everything in our firm today, and another five or six hundred that are on my watch list to look at today. And the AMD, US- from our perspective, is an interesting one because the fact that we're uh, we're into um, you know we we've held it now for at least when we initially got into it this last go around. We've held it for over uh, over a year now, so we're in uh, you know long term capital gains area, right? right? So if you're you know, so if at some point you're looking to places to potentially take some gains, then you've, you know, from a, at least from a, in a taxable account, it uh, you know it uh, it ends up being one of those places that you can prune from. So. Yes, my latest uh, price target on AMD uh, gives it 64 percent upside potential from here. Where's that now? Which means I wouldn't be putting new money into it right now. Uh, I like 75% or more upside potential, and it doesn't quite meet that. So right now I would just say it's in that hold uh, uh, kind of a territory. Now, another one in that uh, territory, NVIDIA, people wondering about what about this, where does NVIDIA sit now? NVIDIA has started to level off a little bit. I mean, we're only in like the third day of leveling off since it <laughs> yeah, shot day, up day three. <laughs> yeah, right. after it shot up last uh, Wednesday. Well, okay, <clears throat> I updated uh, my article on NVIDIA here. Now, back on, we wrote on August, let me get that up here. Uh, I did a sequel to the article, uh, an update on the article uh, that we wrote uh, back on August yeah, it looks Let's like see, August 29th of last year. Looks like they're about to post it, huh? Wow. You mean they didn't find anything wrong and no spelling <laughs> errors, no grammar, no commas missing? Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, it, 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 I just saw it. It's a, it's, a, it's approved. Of course, it takes a little bit for their website yeah, to, uh, to, to update it. So we'll, we'll get that out to folks whenever well, it's uh, whenever you it's know, we've had a pretty good, smooth relationship with uh, Seeking Alpha recently. I recently had a conference, a Zoom call with, 
uh, our editor, who pretty much handles all of my stuff, and uh, also uh, our subscription guy there. That uh, and uh, you know, it was kumbaya. We all get along pretty good these days. Well, anyways, since we wrote that article on August 29th of last year, which I boldly titled. Uh, you know what? I've got guts. I put my head on NVIDIA remains the best stock in the market now. That article got 105 comments. Well, how's it done so far <clears throat> since we pro- made that bold proclamation? Wow, it was in an all-time high. That's the important yes. thing, too. It was at an all-time high at the moment and well, at that particular time. <laughs> so you know, uh, looks like the all-time high, the performance, that's past, all right? The yep. valuation is future. Uh, and I put out a strong buy uh, with a target price of around 800 and some odd. It's up 59% since then, while the s and is up 13%. So people go to Seeking Alpha, <laughs> Seeking Alpha, and we delivered. The question is, what about today, Bill Gunderson? Uh, and I'm seeing a lot of articles out there, I, which I pretty much ignore because I, I do my own work. And I spent a couple of early morning sessions this week writing a new article. It seems to be when my mind's the sharpest. It's all downhill after that, you know. I mean, <laughs> throughout the day, I'm just kidding. But, you know, yeah, I think our minds are sharpest early in the morning. At least mine is. And uh, I, I updated things. And uh, when that article is published, Barry, we will send out an alert with a link to the article. Now, people have complained, and I don't know the situation. If they click on the link, some can see the article and some can. Is that the situation? Yeah, it depends on, uh, you know, in, in, unfortunately, it's the Seeking Alpha, I think, changed their changed their uh, policy, I don't know, two year, almost two years now. But you used to used to be able to click on as many articles as you want. Of course, if it were some that were attached to some subscription uh, service or something that was special for them, you could only see it for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Nowadays, uh, I think if you click on, I want to say if you click on five articles in a, oh, in a, okay. in a month, right, then they start, uh, you know, wanting you to subscribe to see. So if you if it's a site you don't frequent very much, then you click on there and you'll be able to see uh, uh, see your article. And if you got any issues, you know, feel free to give uh, give Edie a call. At, yeah, uh, and we'll send you a copy uh, of the yeah, article. Yeah, give Edie yeah give Edie a call at eight five five six eleven best and or text uh, and, or email us. Yeah, and, sh- and we'll get uh, get a copy out to you but it's uh um you know that, that's you know obviously they they they, they want eyeballs and uh, that's uh, something uh, that they did i can't i even asked remember i asked the editor hey can i get uh, a subscription so i can click on uh and and of course we've got to go through the uh, <laughs> we have to go through the uh, the analyst portal instead yeah. of going through uh, you know our normal normal uh well, logins so right I can't after even the click show, more than five. Put it that way. <laughs> right after the show, we're going to send out the link to the article. If it's if it's hot, the article is hot, and you'll be the first uh, to get it. Click on it, and you can read my latest. I put a lot of work into it. I come at it from a mathematical and logical point of view, not an emotional uh, point of view. And you can see what the numbers say currently about Nvidia. Uh, on uh, my article that I just wrote. The article is titled, Is NVIDIA Still a Best Stocks Now? The Best Stock Now in the Market. We'll be right back.
This is Bill Gunderson. Thank you for tuning in to today's Best Stocks Now, Best Inverse Funds Now show. I put several hours of research in during the wee hours of the morning each day to bring you the very best cutting-edge stories that I can. To get two free weeks of my newsletter, go to GundersonCapital.com. To talk to us about our fee-based only money management services, call us at 855-611-BEST. Now, back to the second half of the show. Welcome back here to the uh, second half of today's Best Stocks Now show. Another big story from yesterday, Viking, Viking Therapeutics, which I've had on my radar for some time. It's a San Diego company. Uh, I'm pretty much a San Diegan myself, lived there for uh, over 50 years. Uh, Viking Therapeutics uh, has a, in clinical trial phase two, has a drug candidate that they say is very effective in the GLP-1 weight loss uh, area of the market. The stock had a massive day yesterday. What was it, up 120% or something like that? Yeah, it was 121% higher yesterday. And uh, obviously the question is, is this a big threat <clears throat> to Lilly and Novo Nordisk? Well, number one, it's it's in phase two, okay? So it's still got a ways to go before it has an approved drug from the uh, FDA out there. And uh, when they do uh, have a big gain like that, obviously they come to market with a secondary offering, Barry, Right. Uh, they get get the money while the getting's good, and they're doing a $350 million stock offering after the shares more than double in value. And I'm sure they'll have no problem uh, getting uh, investors right on that secondary offering. And on those secondary offerings, right, they, you know, it's always uh, you know, the question, number one, all it's being equal, it's dilutive to the stock because now we've got more shares, right? And so... Naturally, that's going to be a headwind for the stock. But the the trick is, what what are they? It's just like an IPO. What are they going to do with the money, right? And so, if they're going to, um, you know, use it to widen their sales force, right? To sell the you know newly approved or developed drug, right, into other groups, right? Well, that's a you know, would you see it as a positive return on investment? Um, other sometimes other offerings are used to particularly in. Uh, IPOs after lockups and other things. IPOs used to, uh, or the the cash is used to pay off or, or or cash out right early investors. So it always you got to kind of follow what what's the cash going to be used for, and that uh, gives you an idea of of really a lot of times where the company's going and, and the prospects going forward. Yes, and there's one other possibilities here. Eli Lilly has been in talks with Viking Therapeutics. Those talks have stalled. Why? Because Viking Therapeutics, they waited to announce, uh, you know, their, uh, their results. And, of course, the price just went up for Eli Lilly. Uh, Eli Lilly is speculated, speculated to have been offering to acquire Viking for 40 to $50 a share. 
Well, Viking turned it down. Viking's 91 today. The price <laughs> just went up. In fact, they had a plan to announce the deal last week, according to a report with cited speculation who were following the situation. <clears throat> Viking decided they indicated that the price wasn't enough and instead decided to announce its drug data on Tuesday. The report comes after Viking shares more than doubled <laughs> Tuesday. So, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, it would seem, I'm sure Vi- I'm sure Lily has got plenty of cash. Viking is a $9 billion company, small cap company. Lily is a $715 billion company on its way more than likely to a trillion they could buy this. They could write a check, no problem, for Viking Therapeutics. <laughs> yeah. So I don't see this right now as a big threat to Eli Lilly. Uh, uh, now, if, if I was a competitor, if I was Glaxo, uh, if I was Pfizer, uh, if I was a Novartis or one of these others, uh, I would be uh, bidding for this stock in order to become a competitor in this space. So we'll see what happens. But I would say Viking's sitting in a pretty good spot right now. Uh, That's why it's up after a secondary offering, uh, because I'm sure others are thinking like I am, will there be other suitors? I mean, after all, this is probably the hottest sector of the market uh, second only to artificial intelligence, and certainly so, the hottest part of the you know, of the of the of the drug field uh, at the moment. Um, particularly, yes. I mean, it's been you know, and and you've you've documented it uh, pretty pr- pretty significantly over the years in terms of you know whether it was Dexcom or Insulate, um, in terms of uh, di- you know, the, the the diabetes uh, epidemic and and you know. That being uh, that being diagnosed more, yeah, uh, and then of course it uh, you know has has dovetailed into into the, this uh, weight loss and, uh, and and where we're at now in the market. It so. seems to me that Lily better step up to the plate pretty quickly, uh, uh, so not as to not allow a competitor to come into the market. And it seems like they would have the upper hand in buying this company out because they've already been in talks with them. Uh, but I could see, you know, a higher price, maybe $100. Who knows? I could see them being offered a much higher price than where it closed at yesterday. I'm sure it has a lot to do. I mean, look, you got to dig into the data from the uh, from the, uh, the the Phase two trial to, to see whether or not it really is viable. Uh, you know, I just heard in the report that uh, it, it produced even better results. It still works on the same principle of taking away your craving for food. <clears throat> uh, but we'll see. The, the, this yeah, is the, the big is the drama. If, if you can, if you can, you know, if you can, if you can, the, the Holy Grail would be one that uh, that that does the the weight loss, but uh, but doesn't uh, reduce the muscle mass as much as and in pill form and not well, yeah, an injection. That's the two. If you can combine all of those, which I think Lily is going to eventually do. Now, Regeneron is supposedly working on the muscle mass issue. Speaking of muscle mass, the most shorted stock in the market 
is soaring today because they said, hey, we've got some ideas going. I think they did it just to scare the short sellers out of the stock. We're talking about Beyond Meat, which has lost a ton of money over the last five years. It appears that most Americans prefer a nice New York steak compared to a pea protein that looks like meat. Okay, And in fact, all these burger chains have... They still have the Impossible Burger at Burger King, but McDonald's tried their experiment, Wendy's tried, and, and none of them just really panned out, and they still haven't figured out how to make a profit. But apparently they've got some ideas that they've floated uh, and have created a massive short squeeze in the stock today. That means people that have uh, sold the stock, they sold the stock uh, at uh, at a lower price, having to buy it back at some point in time. All of a sudden, the stock's up 47%, and the shorts are scrambling to, uh, to, to, to cover their losses here. Okay, now we're going to get into some earnings reports here today. We have one, uh, and there's one coming up that looks pretty interesting. Uh, and then there's one that uh, is in the top 10 over the last 10 years. In fact, <clears throat> in my article today on NVIDIA... One of the new features of the app, and I think we worked out all the bugs in the app. Uh, you know, it wasn't really anything we did, but from time to time, the uh, the hosting company will upgrade some software uh, uh, for security reasons, and that will disrupt. This has happened to us before. It will disrupt some of our code that's in there. Yeah, at their server level. Yeah. <laughs> yes, a server. So we had to scramble yesterday. <laughs> And, and update some things. As far as I know, there's no issues right now, but we had some subscription issues there for a while. But in the article on NVIDIA, I put in the top 10 or the best 10-year performance stocks. There's only one stock better than NVIDIA uh, over the last 10 years that's, that's given better returns. And the third stock, which is just underneath NVIDIA, <coughs> reported earnings. I think I know which one you're today. Say. Well, you know what? I mean, it's not exactly a high tech stock. It was ahead for a while, and then Nvidia's rise has finally, uh, I think, toppled it. Right? When yeah, it... Top Build actually yeah. is oh, okay. the stock. Top Build is number three right now out of Daytona Beach, Florida. Didn't they just have the Daytona 500? Uh, yeah, there? they did two we two uh well that's two two Mondays ago it was on uh got delayed uh, because of rain uh, two Sundays ago. So. And we had the Daytona 24 hour. Well, Top Bill makes insulation, insulation installation services to the construction industry with 230 branches, and it's the over the last 10 years has been the third best performing stock. What's number one? More on that when we come back. And welcome back here to the uh, final segment of today's Best Stocks Now show. Well, it looks like the mark, the article on NVIDIA went hot about five minutes ago. I might have been the first one to uh, read the article. 
though I'm quite familiar with it. Uh, so uh, right after the show, we will send out to everybody in all, everybody in our email database, which is uh, quite a few people. If you're not in our email database, why not? You can go to GundersonCapital.com. We send out uh, some goodies all the time on a regular basis, including the link to today's article, fresh, titled, Is NVIDIA Still? the best stock in the market now, which we boldly called it the best stock in the market last August 29th, and it has not disappointed. But that was then. This is now. What about now? And uh, the other way, I mean, you can go directly to SeekingAlpha.com, probably the biggest website out there for investors these days, uh, and type in Bill Gunderson, uh and uh, you'll see that article and previous articles that I've written, and I would just ask you to say, how have we done on the articles that we have written? Have we delivered alpha for those that are seeking alpha? Well, we're ranked in the top 3% of all the writers on seeking alpha, according to Tip Ranks, an independent advisor, but I'll let you be the judge. Okay, now, in the article, I had a screenshot from the app that's one of the new built-in screens the best performers in the market over the last 10 years number two nvidia at 67 percent per year over the last 10 years well i mean you could do the math what's the rule of 72 You, you you double your money uh every what is it five years uh, if if you're at, what, 14% a year, something like that. Uh, but what do you do when you're at 67% per year? Unbelievable. If you started with ten grand, <laughs> Pretty quick. Even $1,000, you can do the math, compound that out at 67% a year over a 10-year period of time. Number three is Top Build, BLD, which reported earnings today, 56.3% per year. Number one, and they're going to report earnings, let me make sure, I want to say it's tomorrow, a little company by the name of Celsius Holdings, which I think is also out of Florida, Boca Raton, Florida. We used to have a show there, but they... They bought the station away, and I don't know, they changed the format to like 50s oldies or something weird like that. Celsius Holdings has delivered 86% per year to investors uh, over the last uh, 10 years, uh, which is pretty incredible. Uh, And Celsius obviously makes... uh, uh, they make mostly uh, energy drinks, but also calorie-burning fitness beverages. Whether they burn calories or not is uh, <laughs> up for debate. Uh, I drank them for a while. I didn't lose any weight. Yes, and, yeah, I guess they're supposed to make you move around, which I guess uh, by default, maybe. Yeah. Well, they're going to report earnings tomorrow. Uh, and we do own Celsius in our emerging growth portfolio. I mean, if you're looking for an emerging growth company, 
I rode the Monster bandwagon, did very well with that. I knew Monster before it was Monster. It was Hanson's Natural Sodas in Riverside, California, where the father distributed juices and natural sodas to a lot of the organic stores. And uh, the boys took over and uh, turned it into Monster Energy, which... You know, I mean, uh, the rest is history. One of the biggest winners of all time in the market. Uh, Celsius started out as a monster energy drink, or a, a an energy drink. It's now $15.6 billion. Uh, It has investment in it from Pepsi. I want to say Pepsi's a big uh, uh, holder in there. And, of course, Monster uh, was eventually bought out. Who was Monster bought out by Pepsi or Coca-Cola? I, I can't remember. Was, I want to say it was Coca-Cola, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, one of them bought out Monster. Yeah, actually, Monster still has its own symbol, doesn't it? M-N-S-T. Uh, yeah, Monster Beverage. But I think Pepsi's a big investor. Yeah, it's either you know, there's always the fight in beverages between Coke or Pepsi. Either Coke or Pepsi made a big investment into Monster. I yes, say it was I think it's Pepsi. Then, yeah, okay. Uh, now, I had the city wrong. It's actually Corona, California, which I'm pretty familiar with. Uh, that's the Inland Empire uh, of California. This all began in Corona, California, uh, and they're still headquartered there uh, in Corona, California. And Monster Beverage is now a $58 billion company. Now, hear that, kids. All of you with kids in high school, kids in college, uh, look at what ideas like Celsius, uh, Monster Beverage, even Top Build went, went nationwide with their installation, inst, uh, insulation, installation, that's hard to say, uh, business. It, it takes an idea, and boom, bam, I've seen some good ones over the years. Uh, and these are a couple of them. So, anyways, we'll see what they do tomorrow. Let's see anything else before we got to go here. Uh, there were a couple other stories. Let's see here. Yeah, I mean that's about. Those are the big ones. Oh, uh, B- uh, Apple uh, decided to uh, get ax the, the to, car, the electric to get rid car, of the uh, i car, whatever they were going to call and, it. And, which... and Musk is coming out with the sports car, which I find to be interesting, mm. right? Yeah. That could give it some new life if this thing is really sexy uh, and electric and coming from with the Tesla name on it. That's kind of an interesting thing. I'm kind of looking at Tesla again. And one last one is Axon Enterprises. They came up with the Taser, uh, which uh, you know is a non-lethal way of bringing people down. That thing's hitting new highs again today. Uh, it's been on my list for quite some time, and uh, I have owned it in the past when it was Taser. Now it's A-X-O-N. Well, this has been a lot of fun. We'll come back and do it again tomorrow. In the meantime, we'll send out the link to today's big article on uh, Seeking Alpha. Uh, is NVIDIA still a best stock now? Thanks again for uh, listening to the show today. We'll be back tomorrow, 855-611-BEST or GundersonCapital.com. Have a great day, everybody.
This show is not a solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Bill Gunderson or clients of Gunderson Capital Management may have long or short positions in stocks mentioned during the show. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Gunderson Capital Management is a fee-based registered investment advisory firm. All accounts are held at Charles Schwab. Schwab is a member of SIPC and FINRA. 